Welcome to another episode of Indie Pioneers, a podcast by Cosmetics Design Asia. On the podcast today is Shake Up Cosmetics, a men's cosmetics brand founded by two Beijing-born twin brothers who are passionate about skin beauty and developing products that men of all ages and backgrounds can use to feel confident in their own skin. On this episode, I sit down with one of them to discuss the intricacies of the men's cosmetic space and how it has been influenced in recent years by social media, pop culture, and the pandemic. Hi Jake, how are you? Hi Amanda, I'm okay, thank you. How are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. Much better now that you're here. How have things been going on with your wonderful brand? Um, gosh, uh, a lot has been going on. Um, especially in this phase of our development, every day there's new opportunities, new challenges, new things happening. Um, just feels like we're having just non-stop crazy for the last uh, for the last few months. Yeah, that's good to hear. But now let's start at the very beginning because it's a really good place to start. What inspired you and your brother to develop your own cosmetics brand? Um, a bit of a professional passion as well as personal need. Uh, I think it's a combination of both. Um, we have been cosmetic users since we were teenagers. You know, we we developed rosacea when we were in our teens. Um, so we have been looking after, try to look after our skin, eat healthier, but. But also, when you do have those flare-ups, you want to cover it up so that it can feel more confident. Um, so we have been using uh, skincare as well as cosmetic products um, since since younger age. And then somehow we stumbled into beauty industry by uh, creating a design agency, and uh, and our client base was predominantly beauty and cosmetic uh, companies around the world. So that was actually our first business venture together. That was uh, 12 years ago. Yeah, uh, and we, uh, I think so, soon enough that almost exclusively our clients were in the beauty and cosmetic world, you know, uh, just to name a few, Boots from UK, Burt's Bees in America, Walgreens, um, Dermalogica, and also in Japan, Kao corporations and brands under that umbrella. We're working with them to help them launch their products into, into new territories and launch new products into market. Um, so we did that for 12 years, um, but that kind of passion and that kind of, itch to launch our own brand has always been there because that's what we're passionate about um but because like i said we're cosmetic users ourselves and we had always been we had always struggled to find brands and products that that we could relate to as as a guy who used cosmetics because uh, in this industry is very heavily targeted at women and very feminine oriented um as a guide to try to find skincare let alone makeup products, is very daunting and very difficult. Uh, and as a guy, I had to overcome that hurdle of talking to someone, asking for help in department stores or in stores in the first place. And then if you've, you've got all those choices, not not to mention the 52 shades that you have to try to select. So, so we just figured this can't be unique because we do know other guys, you know, heterosexual or homosexual, who are looking for products to make themselves feel better, uh, more confident. Um, they just don't have that choice. So we thought maybe that is a that's an opportunity. That's a gap in the market. So we thought, okay, well, why don't we create our own if we can't find one that we can relate to? Right. So this is a very good segue into my next question, and and it's a big one. What exactly do men want from cosmetics? Um, I think there's no straight answer. There's not single answer because I think just like women guys are looking for guys are looking for skincare and cosmetic products for different purposes um 
if we're only talking about makeup products, you know, color-based products, you still have the two camps. One is that guys just want to look made up, you know, like full foundation and eyeshadows and nail polish and the, the, the full works. And you do have guys like that. Um, but our brand is more tailored for brand uh, guys who are looking to look natural, look fresh, look healthy. Um, they are looking for that discreet, undetectable, natural finish, that mattified finish. Um, they're not necessarily looking for that um, dramatic makeup finish. Usually guys who select our products either have skin issues such as acne, acne scars, rosacea, pigmentation, discoloring, or could be other type of issues such as wrinkles, maybe bigger pores, or maybe very dry skin. We, interesting, we have also been partnering up with um, a cancer charity here in the UK. Um, so, you know, what you don't realize is a lot of guys, when they're going through their treatments through chemotherapy, sometimes they de develop you know, dark circles uh, around their eyes and um, they could have, especially or, or if the guys have skin cancer, they might have scars and things like that. So they are already in that mindset that they needed that boost in their confidence, in their um, whole mental well-being, having something to help them look fresh and look healthier than they internally feel is, is a huge boost. So I think there's so many different aspects and there's so many different um, needs for guys who wants to use cosmetic products. It's not just about, you know, when we talk about this and some guys will be like, oh, just drink lots of water, they'll be fine. Um, it's not as simple as that. You know, a healthy lifestyle is always important, but sometimes certain things can't be helped by just drinking lots of water or or use face, use SPF, you know, things like that. There are things that you need a little extra, extra help here and there. That's true, that's true. Is there anything that surprised you about this demographic? Mm, yes, actually. I mean, I think I think different territory has a very different demographic. Here in the UK, what surprised us the most was the age range. You know, initially when we launched it, we thought, okay, well, younger generations and the LGBTQ community are definitely going to be the easier win. They're the lower hanging fruit, if you like. They're the quick wins because younger generations, they grow up with that kind of gender fluidity, you know, gender stereotype is not a thing for them. It's not cool. Um, and an LGBTQ community, you know, as a given, you know, they, they're already very open and very uh, accept, uh, accepting to, to this type of product. But what we have found was that apart from the predicted group of guys that, that, that we initially anticipated to be our customers, we do see a lot of guys over 45, age 45, 50 using our products. And, you know, it's understandable, obviously, because, you know, as guys get into that sort of mid-age range, if you like, and they, they all of a sudden they want to hang on to their youth a little bit longer, and that's only human nature, whether you're a guy or a girl, it's universal. I don't care what you say, it's universal. Everyone wants to look healthier and younger. I think, I think you do see that. And also, the last couple of years, the pandemic um, sort of forced a lot of people to shift their focus on themselves, their well-being their appearance and um, on top of that you have the social phenomenon that's exploding all around us you know you can't help but get sucked into Instagram culture TikTok and you do see beautiful people you do see influencers and you do get aspired I know it sounds quite superficial but everyone wants to look their best you know that is understandable so we do see a lot of guys coming from that 
camp as well from that group. So that surprised us. Um, in Asia, where we launched in China, um, we are not much surprised there because we already knew that in Asia, male beauty is absolutely redefined. You know, the male beauty, the xiaoxianrou uh, phenomenon, uh, all of that um, is pushing this forward. And K-beauty is doing a lot of work in terms of permeating that 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 glass skin look all over Asia. Um, so we're not seeing much um, surprise there apart from just exactly how savvy our customers are. They know their ingredients. They know what they want and they know their skincare routine. They know what what the product should have and what is to look out for. So um, you, you just you, you can't wing it anymore as a brand. You really have to be authentic, great product, great quality products because you can't fool anyone anymore. Mm, definitely, I agree with you. So you are based in the UK, but your business is largely in the Asia region yeah. thanks to your business in China. And you know, mm. three months after you launched on Tmall, your brand was ranked alongside top brands like Tom Ford, Chanel and Kiehl's. You know, how does it feel to be among such company? Shocked. Um, <laughs> when we first, yeah, uh, it, it was it was a bit of a shock. I mean, clearly, obviously, we had confidence in our brand and our products, but also knew that China market is very difficult to crack. Um, we do have the advantage of speaking the language, knowing the culture, because we are British uh, Chinese. Um, you know, we're born in Beijing and we moved here, um, you know, we're in our teens. So we still have that really good connections with that culture, with our people. So that does help us when we do business with our partners and when we try to analyze the market. But still, we were not expecting things to move that fast. And there was a great validation of this market. Um, it proved that our concept and strategy was the correct one, that Asia is where it's at when it comes to beauty in general and as well as more importantly when it comes to male beauty and male personal care um so uh, yeah we um three months after we launched it was the it was our first um taste of double eleven when that um clock uh, struck midnight and and we were not expecting expecting that because obviously because of the time difference was only four o'clock here it was a normal working afternoon and we knew that was happening but we did not have the anticipation where we didn't have the preparation to just to see that number coming through like every second, um, you know, as soon as that, that promotion started, that was quite an eye opener, I think. As a mission, as a strategy, and it's really nice to, to know that, yes, there are guys like that that need our products. We haven't been delusional to think that we are not alone here. Um, so that was a great, uh, great, great, great feeling. So are you looking forward to Double Eleven this year? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, we, we talked about And in fact, because we only just, we started our, open our flagship store in August 2020. So we're actually coming up to our first anniversary. But we have just done our first cycle of 12 months and had the experience of every single promotions, uh, the latest one being 618. So uh, I think we, yeah, we needed that whole kind of, overview of each uh, each promotion to see which ones work for us which one don't um and um yeah but i think the next big one definitely will be w11 we're gearing up for it what do you think the future of the men's cosmetic space is going to look like you mentioned that asia has led the way so do you think that it will continue to lead the market 
I do actually. I, I think um, interestingly, I mean, we've been asked this quite a lot every year for the last maybe five or six years. If you go to trade shows, if you go to uh, Cosmo Prof Bologna, there will always be talks about, oh, this year's gonna be the men's year. This year, yes, it's yeah, gonna. Explode. I know. It never mean. happened. It just fizzled away. <laughs> um, but I do. So has th- it happened yet? You think? I I think we're. We're on the cusp of that now. I think the timing is right. Right, so it has it. Okay. Yeah, I think the timing <laughs> is right now. Um, previously, I think people's mindset were there, but for a few reasons that it never happened. One, I think it's because of the number of brands that dared to go into this category were not enough to the to get to that critical mass where it can tip the balance. Back then, yes, there were talks about a men's beauty, but you didn't see that many men's specifically men's beauty brands coming to this category you still see those bigger brands like l'oreal or um you know lot of company that introduce their brands and they have the four men category or you have the gender neutral brand coming into the category but not for men for men and even if they have the four men range they're usually skincare not color um i just feel like the category would not mature mature and unless there are brands coming into it to feed that uh, uh, products to the demand. You know, the demand has always been there, but guys are not ones to shout about it. You know, especially when it comes to skincare, personal care, and cosmetic. If there's a choice, they will love it. If there isn't, they will sit tight until there is. So I think you know, due to that, due to that reason, it's never happened quite like that. But recently, we have seen so many new brands coming into this in, into this category, into the sector. In the UK, we have. Um, uh, quite a few brands, a handful of brands in the US, Strix, for example, has gone into, you know, CVS, you know, thousands of doors. So I think I think that the, the, the shift is definitely going towards the right direction. Um, another reason is that the social phenomenon, social mindset has changed in the recent years. I think it started from the Me Too movement where um, the toxic masculinity, the toxic view of what a man's supposed to behave like has been challenged like it has never been before and that wake that woke up a lot of guys like myself like a lot of younger guys wait a minute that does not represent me that's not who i am as a man as a man i i am completely opposed that don't count me in if that is what being masculine means i think that forced a lot of guys to reevaluate what masculinity means to themselves and that kind of set free a lot of their holdups and stigmas and stereotypes and that really kind of set free a lot of guys to express themselves the way that they feel comfortable and to be more daring to be more free to be themselves i use skincare i use cosmetic so so what you know that is just the way i am i and i think the social landscape has pushed on this trend as well and not to mention the bts and the k-pop permeates globally having you know doing the work for us to basically promoting the male beauty of asia to to everyone and i think you know imagine if there's a girl in the uk or in the us that absolutely idolizes bts and their boyfriends feel like okay well maybe i need to look a little bit more like that but it's to attract their attentions so that is kind of pushing the boundaries as well globally okay gosh we've gone on for a while okay i'm afraid we're running out of time but before i let you go i just have one last question is there an indie brand that you look up to and why? Um, yes, I mean, there are quite a few. Um, you know, we absolutely love Glow Recipe. I think what they're doing is amazing. Um, you know, uh, 
fellow Asians, you know, power to them. Uh, and um, it, it is a great brand. It is a great ethos. And I love how they build the, the personal brand around education, not about themselves. And you know, that, that's, that's great trait to have. There's so many founders going down the wrong way and they build a personal brand, but people buy your story. They don't necessarily buy you as a, um, I, I, I mean, yes, people buy from people, not from a company, like just a shell. But I think, you know, to build that brand around the education piece to, to teach people, and that's that's a great trait to have. Another brand in the UK is called the Inky List. So, you know, we, um, yeah, we know their founders quite well, and they just, they're just smashing it. And, and you know, the way that they're basically promoting knowledge is the best ingredient, uh, is the most powerful ingredient. That is just a phenomenal approach when, when it comes to skincare. Yes, definitely. Fantastic. Jake, it is always lovely to speak to you. You too. Thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> Thank so you much so much fun. for having me. I appreciate that. Love it. This has been Amanda for CosmeticsDesignAsia.com. Join me again for another episode of Indie Pioneers to learn more about the amazing people behind Asia Pacific's beauty brands. 